Hi everyone and welcome to the What Are We Even Doing Here podcast, the podcast that seeks to answer the question of what are we even doing here from a biblical perspective. This is both in our own personal lives and the world in general. I'm Daryl and I'm joined here with my wife Karen. What's going on tonight? (laughs) Hey, Uh, but you're also joined with someone else. Who's here? Who's here? Norma. Norma! Norma's here. She's always here click clacking around. But wait, is someone else also... <laughs> Somebody playing with a rainbow loom. Would that be? <laughs> She's going to try to be very quiet, but... Yeah. You say hi. She wanted to Hello. join us. She wanted to join us tonight. Yeah. That's our daughter. Yeah. That's sure. Eleanor. Eleanor. Eleanor Rigby. Yes. <laughs> this is me. Well, she goes by Rue. Yes. Mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so so what are we doing here? What are we even doing here, Karen? We are talking about discipling. Cycling, discipling, recycling. Re- are we talking re- about recycling? Recycling. Re- <laughs> recycling. That was a few days ago. We're disciplining. I took that out already. Discipline sounds like discipline. Discipline, because it takes discipline. Discipling to be a disciple. <laughs> Such a weird word. Or that's a new type of. Outdoor activity, discycling. Discycling. <laughs> That's when you ride a bike with someone while you disciple them. Yeah, you can do tandem bike, bicycle built for two. Get some nice weather, you go out. Ooh, what was that? <laughs> Ding! I think that was the dinner bell. It was. How was your day? <laughs> oh, my day was lovely. I, uh, me and Rue did... Two devotions today because nice. she wanted to do, <laughs> and actually cool. one was about Ruth and one was about Hannah, and I just thought of our friend Hannah mm-hmm. when I we read about Hannah just because <laughs> Hannah. No, <laughs> Hannah was the uh, she prayed for a son. Mm-hmm. Hannah. Uh, yep. Nice. <laughs> Ruth's like I like that name. <laughs> Hannah or Samuel? Samuel. Samuel. Well, I mean, we like Hannah too. Sam. Hannah, if you're listening. <laughs> Hannah? Did, did we tell Hannah that Hannah died? I don't know I if don't we did. Know. I didn't post anything on Instagram because I, I didn't have any recent pictures, but mm-hmm. unfortunately our frog passed away mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And we named her after our friend Hannah. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a Hannah and Kyle named after our friends Hannah and Kyle. But, but... Hannah ate Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> In a tragic frog so, way. Yeah, Kyle lasted one night, and then there was Hannah. But mm. Hannah lasted a year. Mm-hmm. So anyway, now we are frogless. Frogless. But really, why are we... Yeah, what are you doing here? Uh, if we're babbling now, then right. there's no there's no hope for the rest of this thing. Well, what's cool is you guys, you did a devotional together mm-hmm. earlier today, so... You were doing kind of, well, yeah, what we're talking about and oh, discipling. Yeah. And you were discipling Rue, Eleanor, Rue. What other name can we call you? Uh, <laughs> this kiddo here, you're, you're discipling her. You were training her in the word. Right. Uh, and that's what we're talking about today is making disciples. And what is a disciple? What is a disciple? Well... A disciple is a follower, I would mm-hmm. say, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so a disciple usually, you know, is referred to as somebody who follows, or a, the, the word is translated learner or pupil. So you can be a, a disciple of different people, but what, what distinguishes us as Christians when we say we're, we're disciples? Oh, is that a question? Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, what distinguishes what us distinguishes? as Christians? <laughs> oh, no, what distinguishes what? us? <laughs> What distinguishes us as Christians <laughs> when we say disciple or becoming disciples or making disciples? I'd say it's, it's, <laughs> it's who, who we are disciples of, who we follow. Right. right. Because so that be, word disciple could be used in any... Yeah, in different contexts. You can be a disciple any... of, of Buddha. You can be a disciple of uh, Joseph Smith. You can be a disciple... You can be a disciple of the ice cream truck. Of, I follow of that around. David Koresh, you know, the guy <laughs> in Waco, Texas. Yeah, follower yeah. of the ice cream truck. <laughs> <laughs> you can only eat snow what? cones. Why does this always happen? <laughs> <laughs> but specifically, as Christians, we are to follow Christ, right? And be disciple of Jesus Christ. So let me read something for you out of this book I have in front of me. What book is that? This would be the Bible. Oh, where'd you get one of those? Uh, this one I ordered a few years ago. It's the ESV Study Bible. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I've never heard of that. I just recently sent to someone, I... and they got it, and they thanked me, and it was awesome. <laughs> we, we rejoiced over the ESV Study Bible. Yeah, you never talk about that Bible, no, so no. I forget you have it it's sometimes. Good. It's good. an excellent resource. <laughs> but it's just a resource. There's plenty other biblical resources. But anyway, let me read from the Word and see, see what it says. Let's see what God has to say. In Matthew 28, starting in verse 18. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Some good stuff. Yeah, so we have Jesus saying, you know, not only does he have all authority in heaven and on earth, it's been given to him. He tells us, he tells his disciples who are there, and the, the apostles, to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them, and also teaching them to observe what he has commanded. So, once you're a Christian, are you a disciple, would you say? I would say. I would say. I would say, yes. <laughs> I say so. I would say. Uh, definitely. I mean, you, you begin that process of being a disciple, following Jesus, but you also need someone to come alongside you so you can you know learn and study the word you can do it on your own but here i mean clearly the lord is is commanding those around him in, that are hearing him to go and make disciples so there's also the aspect of, of sharing the gospel in making disciples you know we don't convert people we're not to make converts but we are to share the gospel god convicts brings people into the kingdom. But with that, he also puts us alongside people 
that we can disciple and that also those that can disciple us. So we are discipling disciples being discipled. Yeah. <laughs> we are disciples who make disciples. That's, that's essentially the Christian discipled. life. Yes. That is... Mm -hmm. Or what did, what did John Piper say? One of the things I was listening to before we recorded this, I think this was John Piper. He said, it does not mean a second stage Christian. So once you are a Christian, you are a di disciple. Mm. Disciple. <laughs> right. So it's not something that happens later. Right. Yeah, and even, uh, I, we, you know, we, we've talked about this before, you know, meeting with people and then talking to the unbelievers who you've shared the gospel with, but people that will still, you know, see in your daily life, like your family, or if you have friends, or for me, I have, I have a, you know, a, a young adult that I meet with, uh, you know, and I, I share the word with him. And when we started meeting together, I was, I was straight up with him and said, you know, all my advice and everything I, I, you know, talk to you about, it's going to come from the uh, biblical Christian worldview. And he was totally cool with that. And he's not, fully on board as a believer but yet he keeps coming you know and wanting to meet with me uh, so it gives me opportunity to keep planting seeds so in a way like I'm also you know kind of training him and teaching him what what Jesus has to say you know hoping that he will observe that and eventually God will change his heart that he can uh, be brought into the kingdom so it's almost like laying groundwork in hopes that God will um, change this this young man's heart. There's definitely a reason he keeps wanting to meet with you because there are some that don't want to, like, mm -hmm. you know, they're very, um, what's the word? Become hardened almost. Yeah, to, something like that. Re reject the, right word. Yeah, reject like... the word. Well, and it's kind of like, you know, in the book of Acts, you know, not, not to get on the evangelism thing but we're talking you know discipleship but you know the book of acts when when paul would would preach to a crowd you know it said it said some were saved some wanted to come back and hear mm -hmm. more some wanted to kill him basically <laughs> right you know so so him coming back to hear more is, is he's in that stage you know where i'm just watering planting watering planting yeah because you don't know what god's gonna do right so mm-hmm your number one job is to make disciples, mm -hmm. you know, or try to the best right. you can. And even in this verse, go make disciples of all nations. So who, who's that? That's everyone, you know, so that's who we go to. We go reach all the nations and the next baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So baptism to me, I mean, as we believe in, Believer's baptism, the credo baptism. So that is saying to me that, you know, being commanded to baptize, that's somebody professing faith after you, you've started the discipleship process, the, the sharing of the gospel. They profess faith, and the next step is baptism. And that's part of, again, teaching them to observe what he's commanded. Right there, he's commanding people to repent and be baptized. So part of uh, being baptized is obeying the command of, of Jesus, and it's a sign of the new covenant.
Who should we disciple then? Everyone. <laughs> I mean, everyone, <sighs> like, you know, the, the all nations, so... All then, people groups. All, all people groups. Uh, basically, everybody that's in your life is kind of being discipled somewhat by you. Uh, but, you know... It's well, in, yeah, if in, you're... Yeah. If you're a Christian and it's... People can see that in you. Mm-hmm. You're sh- you're showing a lot of fruit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Your fruit is showing. Your fruit, if you're, <laughs> it, uh, hey, hey, your fruit is showing. Your fruit is showing. Uh, so, uh, stop trying to disciple me with your fruit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so basically, you, you know, discipling this is uh, you you teach people the proper instructions from the bible and encourage them to apply them in their lives so i mean specifically where you can where you can find people to disciple should hopefully be your your church your local church you know hopefully if if you've been walking with the lord for a while and there's some new believers it doesn't matter how old they are numerically uh but you know it's also your age walking with christ so i myself enjoy talking to to older christians in the way that they've been walking with christ for a long time and just Mm. you know hearing them tell stories like like cal at at, Mm -hmm. at our church like dude's like 90 right nine He's, I'm uh, not sure exactly. He, well, honestly, but... he's he's an elder statesman, and, <laughs> and uh, elder statesman. <laughs> and he's just been walking with the Lord for a long time. It's it's good to hear him like stories that he'll tell and just stuff about his life mm-hmm. and what the Lord's doing. You know, has done to bless him. You know, he's blessed him right now with long life, and it was cool. Uh, I took a picture of it the other day. Uh, Rue and uh, Jack, yeah. The two kids at our church, young kids. I think. What how old's Jack? He's like, like ten. Ten. ten and or and how old are you? <laughs> Almost nine. Almost nine. What? <laughs> Where'd the time go? But it was cool. I saw both of you just like sitting in a chair next to him. I mean, I don't know what he what he was telling you, but it was just cool to see you know the, an older generation talking to a very young generation, and mm-hmm. just you know. That was cool. Yeah. You like talking to Cal. Everyone stops and talks to Cal. Like, (laughs) he's just that guy. (laughs) He has good stories. Mm -hmm. So, the army? army? He told you about the army? Mm -hmm. Cool. Oh. Cool. Well, basically, it's that taking the time to just, you know, talk to people in your church and, you know, going out, having coffee and getting, getting in their lives and. Because none of us are walking this life perfectly. We all need somebody else. And that's, again, why God puts us in local churches so we can be discipled and also find others to disciple. Right. So we are all discipled by our pastor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, the Sunday sermon is ba- essentially the pastor discipling the congregation. He's preaching from the Word of God. He's giving us biblical instruction, ex- expositing the Word. Basically, we're hearing from God through our pastor who is preaching the Word from the Bible. Uh, and 
teaching us how to apply what he's told, preaching the gospel so we we always need to hear the gospel, that we are saved by grace through Christ alone, in faith alone. And that encourages us to go out and do the work of the ministry, to go out and disciple the nations. So yeah, the, the pastor is discipling the whole congregation. Right. And then in terms of like me and you let's let's say um specifically if you have kids then one of your number one jobs is to disciple your children yeah at the beginning of the podcast we uh we're talking about that today um you did two devotionals today <laughs> with her and that you know you're teaching her from the word and you know we have I, a uh, ESV family devotional ESV Bible. Family devotional Bible. <laughs> that ESV Bible, man. They, What's it? They they changed everything in it. It's not the King. We gotta <laughs> oh, be careful. Be careful. It's not. Let's not offend the King James only people. Uh, yeah. No, but we like me and me and Rue read from the ESV family devotional. But and wait, what's it called? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, it mm -hmm. is family, family devotional, devotional Bible. Bible. Right. And it's it's just a Bible. There's really nothing mm -hmm. crazy about it, but it just picks out different stories and kind of highlights them. So we just read those stories. But anyway, it's essentially we're just reading the Bible. But <laughs> there's there's like three questions and a key verse. And but yeah, you know, like I feel like if nothing else, we have to teach our children about God because that's the most important. That's the most important thing that they'll ever learn. So, if we're not doing that, yeah. And you know, as family, like it is, you know, my responsibility to disciple both of you, right? And uh, you know, do you know family devotionals? Uh, start doing some family worship, which you know, hopefully, there's more time coming up in the mm -hmm. near future where we can dedicate to doing that. But yeah, the, the, the family, the parents are the number one disciples, disciples, disciplers, <laughs> teachers of who Jesus is <laughs> and how to follow him of, of the, of the children. You know, it's, it's good. You know, we have children's ministry at the church, Awana programs. It's great stuff, great ways to learn, but essentially the discipling of the family has to, you know, come from the parents. And it's hard sometimes because people might be single parents. They work crazy hours. But mm -hmm. I just, I pray that even us, because it's not always easy to find time, but that, that families can find time. Because that's where the, the family unit needs to be strong. Uh, and just we need, as Christians, to raise our kids up in the fear and admonition of the Lord. I mean, the, the Bible says to do so. And if we're not training our daughter how to, of who God is, how to love God, uh, and again, keep sharing that gospel that it's, you know, God has forgiven you through his son and it's nothing we do. So we can't earn salvation. We can't earn God's love. He has freely given it to you if you have believed on his son. Right. So it's not like we're doing this to try to guarantee her salvation. Right. I mean, we'd love, love, <laughs> we'd love oh, yeah, to be able to do that, but um, you know, we're just obeying 
you know, trying to walk in obedience in that way and just. Um, and not only walk in obedience, I didn't mean to cut you off, but, right. but walk in faith. Right. Too. Walk in faith. Because God saves families. You know, he restores families. Right. You know. And if you don't take that time, the time to disciple, because it's not, it's not just a one-time thing. Right. It's a process. It's a whole, it's, it takes time, patience, and interaction. So you mm. can't just, you know, say you started discipling someone in the hopes that they will become a believer and they do, um, you know, God changes them. And then you just walk away hmm. and nobody else steps in and disciples them. Right. That could actually be harming them. You know, they could almost fall away because they feel like that first. Right. Like uh, I'm trying yeah, to explain people, it. I yeah. think I, I'm thinking of picking up on it. People shouldn't be your project. Right. Right. To where you're like, you're just meeting with them to get them saved. And then once, once they profess Christ, you say, see you later. Right. Is that kind of yeah, yeah. So we shouldn't have projects like, you know, the the young man I meet with is not a project. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love the young man. I you know, I want the best for him, uh, and that's the way we should be when when we we meet people. Even when we evangelize, yeah, there's not always a lot of time. Once you've shared the gospel with, with like a stranger, if there's not a lot of time that's maybe true, to get yeah. to know that person, but they should always know that you care. And if you, if you can like, get their contact information if if it's not too weird or whatever, so people <laughs> might think you're a weirdo and be like, I'm not giving you my my email address. But but you know, as long as people, there's ways to do it. And and again, this isn't a, an episode on evangelism, but it all kind of ties together. Yeah. So essentially, you should be discipling whoever you can. Mm-hmm. And, you know, helping Christians grow. And then you should also be seeking discipleship for yourself. Yeah, so you should always have at least one person that you're feeding into, that you're discipling. And then, but you should also have at least one person that's discipling you. And you can have multiple people. Like... I know I can, you know, name about five, six guys that really we, we all disciple each other. We all hold each other accountable because that's part of discipleship is, is accountability. Uh, you know, people that I, I'll shoot a text to during the day if I'm struggling or people that I'll shoot a text to just to encourage them that I feel like, you know, I'm going to send, you know, this person a text or a prayer and because and, I haven't maybe heard from them in a couple of days and just to see how they're doing. You know, and it, it's encouraging. Like I love when I get a random text from somebody and that you know saying, "Hey, I'm I'm praying for you. I know you're going through this or that," and it just you know is is assuring. You know, it's a way God will use other people in your lives to to bless you. Yeah, it's so, it's so freaky every time. Freaky, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm gonna say, right? Yeah, <laughs> like you text someone. Because they just come to mind, and they're like, "How did you know I needed that right now?" Or like, <laughs> maybe they're just making that up. <laughs> but no, like frequently that happened to me too. Like somebody will text me, and I'll be in the middle of like 
you know, a mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, I give up. And, and here's but, something else uh, that if you are discipling, if, if you're a guy, you should primarily be discipling other men or being discipled by right. men. You can, you, you know, still learn from, you know, uh, women, you know, the opposite sex. But, uh, you know, if you're going to meet one-on-one, especially if you're a married man, you don't want to meet one-on-one with, with a woman. You know, unless you, if your wife's with you, then yeah, that's fine. If you're discipling as a couple, discipling somebody, or a that's couple cool. discipling a couple, yeah, couples discipling couples are also awesome. Also awesome. See, <laughs> it almost seems like we don't have to say that, but yeah, but I guess it's, sometimes you you, you do. You, <laughs> so gonna, Just I mean, in it's case, pretty obvious. But... Well, I listened to this weird podcast, and the guy said that I should disciple everyone. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you are. Hmm. Hmm. Let me disciple you. Right. Oh. This just took a bad turn. Okay. Yeah, it's a, where's it going now? I'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I, well, so we covered what a disciple is. We covered basically who who do we disciple, you know, and how we disciple. And that's basically, I mean, as Christians, we teach people how to follow Christ. And how do we know how to follow Christ? His word. What is his word? The Bible. So, again, that's another reason. I think last podcast we talked about why I read the Bible. Was that the last one? I think so. Mm-hmm. But this, this is why. So we can know it. So it's, it's, it's part of our daily talking. We speak Bible when we talk to others. And that's how we disciple. You know, we, we should have conversations around the Bible and have one with you. We can have it on your phone. But if you have it in your heart, when someone's going through something, God will put that verse in your mouth to speak that mm-hmm. speak that encouragement, you know. And that's that's really what the word from God is is His word, what He's already written, what He's already spoken through the, the prophets and the apostles. If it's in your heart, it'll come out at the right time. And that's even when you're talking to unbelievers, you know. You don't have to say, "Oh, this is verse." You know, Romans yeah. 10, verse 9. It'll <laughs> then, just come then through you in your, in your talk. We, we should speak Bible, and that's how we disciple, by speaking the Word of God. Right, and the most important thing is to love one another. <laughs> how, how do we do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually... You must love God with all your heart. And you must love each other. Mm-hmm. So if you don't love God, you cannot disciple right. anyone. And we, yeah, and we can't love God truly. And we're not, on this side of heaven, we're not going to ever love him perfectly. Right. But we won't even know to love God the way he commands us to unless we have turned to Christ, you know, so we love him. We love him because he first loved us. We love because he first loved us. Right. And so once we receive his love through the Holy Spirit changing our heart, then we can begin to love God, and then we can begin to love others. And we'll know how to do that, again, through the word. So, right, when we're thinking about disciples, should we think about Jesus and his apostles, how he 
walked with them. Come follow me. Hmm. I'll make you fishers of men. Yeah, and I love that verse too, because Jesus says, "I will make you follow me, and I will make you fishers yeah, of men." So he's he's making us fishers of men if we're following him, if we're truly following him, what he said, you know, and and not just the words he's he spoke in the Gospels, but the whole Bible again is is him speaking. And how did Jesus? How you know? How was he fisher of men? A fisher of men. Uh, and something else I love about that verse is oftentimes you know in, in our context we think of fishing. I and I used to think of this too. Is like with a with a rod and reel and one line. Mm-hmm. But in that context, when they would go fishing, it would be with a net. So they're pulling tons of fish in. Mm-hmm. with the net and that's how we should think about fishing for men is is just casting a huge net out there and pulling him in and and jesus is the one who also has talks about a parable of, of separating the fish you know and but we just cast are there that sheep fish and goat fish sheep fish and goat fish yeah <laughs> sheep and goat uh, but we just we just cast that net out there and, and pull them in but yeah, so we just need to follow Jesus. So we Jesus. pull them in. Mm-hmm. Let God do his work. Right. Well, we don't pull them in, but... And and as the Apostle Paul wrote, you know, follow me as I follow Christ. You know, so we set the example for others. So we, we need to follow Christ and then set the example and have others follow us because we're discipling them. Right, so you can't tell someone how to follow Jesus and then not... Do it yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Your life should reflect. So basically, we got to preach, teach, and live. Right. It is your life's mission to make disciples. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you're not in the Word, you're not praying, you're not going, you know, to 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 uh, worship on, on the Lord's Day. This is why it's good to have those who will reach out to you and say, hey, I haven't seen you. Where, where have you been? Yeah. You know, I haven't heard from you. Is everything all right? That's that accountability. Because if you're not around other Christians, if you're not in the Word, then sin can creep in. Temptation could come. And also, if you if you're beginning to go down that path, you're not gonna want to be around Christians. Right. You're not gonna want right. to read your Word. You know. So that's why it's good to have somebody hold you accountable, so you don't fall too far away. Well, I think we, we've talked a lot about discipleship in this episode. I hope everybody out there learned something. <coughs> I know I have. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was good to have Brew on the podcast. Right? Sure. Sure. Hey. <laughs> making bracelets. Yes, he's making bracelets. Thanks I didn't want to do the noisy time. To, uh, <laughs> Our friends from church gave us these rubber band bracelet kits. Um, rainbow loom. It's a rainbow loom, not fruit of the loom. She's not making underwear. <laughs> <laughs> She's making... Or fruit. Or fruit. Um, but someone on Sunday might get a bracelet. Yeah. Is this, is this, I don't know why I'm making Christmas colors. Christmas That's colors? Cool. Oh. That's cool. I just, it's almost Christmas. I, I didn't want to do the noisy part. Once it's August, it's pretty much Christmas.
Mm-hmm. People already have like Halloween candy out. Yeah, well, it's August. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's August. All right. Well, uh, if you uh, if you, if you'd like to follow us, you're. I mean, chances are you're listening to us on SoundCloud or iTunes. But please subscribe. I don't know if the SoundCloud have SoundCloud have a subscription thing. I There's think. followers. Oh, you can follow. You could, so follow. You us. could disciple. You can. You could be a disciple. Disi- of be a disciple of us on SoundCloud, <laughs> or you can subscribe on iTunes, and you can leave a review, nice five star review on the iTunes if you haven't <laughs> yet, and also uh, feel free to share this. So you can use this as a tool to disciple people. Hopefully, sure. <laughs> if you agree with it, yeah. <laughs> uh, and just you know, interact with us. You know, if there's something that we said that was wrong or you disagree with, you know, let us know in a loving way. <laughs> uh, or you know, we'd love to hear uh, you know encouragement if you enjoy what we're doing. You know, we hope to put out more con more content. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter. Just look for what are we even doing here, and also the same name on Facebook. Follow our Facebook page, and that's about where you can find us on the media <laughs> of socialness. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you'd like to discuss? I think that's all for today. Yeah. <laughs> it's very late. Are you? Is that like a pirate? <laughs> that's my um matey that's my Oi, matey what's his name Cheerio. I don't know his name uh, Captain Jack Sparrow yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's my <laughs> 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 that's so I'm not good at I'm not good at imitations mm. Rue does a really good Australian accent yes I do <laughs> Wait, say something in the microphone. Hello. <laughs> you sound like Peppa Pig. Cheerio. Mm. There's a shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> I don't like nay. Nay. Oh, I can speak in this accent all day. <laughs> Accents are fun. <laughs> Daddy's making that face. He he acts like like this is the fifth time we tried to record this. Mm. Now it's midnight. It's not okay. midnight. It's close to midnight. How close? Very close. Okay. Well. Until next time, we pray that you seek the kingdom of God, and that you will continue to learn what mm-hmm. we. Are even doing here. Grace and peace. (laughs) But Hannah ate Kyle in a tragic frog way.